It's the almost perfect podcast. Welcome to the almost perfect podcast. A celebration of things and other things, and then I say some things, and then some other things are said, and then I talk for like 10 minutes, and you skip through all of that, and then I say the Patreon things, and you skip through that, and then eventually we get to the conversation. Well, you don't need to skip anything today, because this is the conversation. You and I, we're going to talk, we're going to have a little one-on-one, a little chit-chat. What's happening? How you doing? I hope you're having a good week. I hope it's been good to you. I hope level two is relevant, like I said last week. Um, I guess it's somewhat relevant to me, but also not. I'm currently in Joburg. I am at my mom and grand's house, and it has been a very interesting week. I am so fucking grateful that, yeah, and that I am here. That I've gotten to spend time with my gran and my mom, but obviously with my gran. So for those of you who, for some reason, are tuning into this for the very first time, my gran uh, recently had a pretty severe stroke and had to go to hospital and rehab. She nearly died. Like, if if we're keeping it 100. But yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen her. And the last time I saw her was when she was moving to Joburg. Which was after months of us living together. Because her partner of like 40 years died of cancer after like 10 years. And she had been hit by a car last year and like... There's a lot that has happened in this situation, in this story. I mean, I don't know how much time we have. I can't, I don't think I can get through all of it. I feel like what I've laid down is enough of a, of a prefix to whatever I'm about to say, which I'm not too sure of just yet. I actually don't have any notes in front of me. I decided that this one, this one was a no-note situation. I'm just going to talk from the heart because... I have been, not through a lot, but like, I mean, I've been, <laughs> we've all been through a lot. And in particular, this last year and a bit's been somewhat troublesome for me, or at least has been a bit more eventful than it might have been, you know, well, not even you know, I don't know if you know, but just... Might have been slightly more eventful than yours, and also might be slightly less. I don't know what you've gone through, but I've dealt with death and disease and a lot of weird shit. And recently, yeah, came to Joburg, hanging out with my grandma and my mom, and shit is pretty cool. I like it. I mean, I like it because the period of time that my grand and I got to spend together... Like, after her partner died and even before that, I've realized now is a period of time that really is going to matter in my life and has mattered and is obviously super important. But we've connected in a way that is unique, I guess, is probably the only way to describe it, which is the definition of unique. So my gran came home last week, Friday, 
And since I've been here, my mom says that my grand's been talking a lot more and she's been more responsive and been trying a bit more. And personally, that obviously makes me feel fucking great. But, you know, I just came here because I wanted to see her and try to help, you know, cook a bit. Like, I think I hate the term love languages because I know the story of it. It's by this weird Christian dude. Like, which, here's the thing, being a Christian dude isn't that weird. <laughs> but I always get a little suspicious with the idea. Like, when, when people like take what jesus said and made make more of it but the love language is not even like taking what jesus said it's just like random dude going like hey here's some things also this is christian now because i'm christian the point that i was trying to make is mostly just that it has been fucking wonderful to get to spend some time with you know, two of the people who matter the most to me, my mom and my grand. And it's only as I've gotten older and it's only really, you know, lately in the last year or so that that's really become apparent to me. And I'm grateful that it has and I'm grateful that I get to be in the position I'm in at this time. Because even when my grandfather died and I went to live with my gran, that's not something a lot of people can do because of choices we all make in life, you know? Like, I have very much made the choice to not have a 9 to 5 and I've dealt with the consequences of that in a lot of different ways and I've dealt with the freedom of that in a lot of different ways. Like, I get to be who I am because I don't go to work every morning. And that is something that matters a hell of a lot to me. But also, I understand the choice I've made. I get that as a white middle class dude who isn't that educated. Like, I don't have a degree or anything like that. But he's pretty capable, pretty smart, pretty... I could get a job, is what I'm saying. You know, like I could go to work, I could get my, I don't know, what, what's a good salary these days? <laughs> probably something, you know, I could probably get 15 grand or more, probably. I'm not making that at the moment, just so you know, but some months I make way more than that, some months I make fuck all. That's the whole thing that we do when it comes to the freelance life. And also the way I live the freelance life is very much like, I get money, I chill. I get money, I chill. Well, I say I get money, I chill, but it's not like I like don't do anything. It's like I get money and then I work on this and almost perfect things and like, you know, take a course in like social media or I take a course on SEO or I take a course on various different things. Like my downtime is spent learning and trying to improve myself, but... I feel like I veered very far from what I was talking about in the beginning because I don't have any notes. My screen's actually gone black. That's where we're at right now. I'm going to have a sip of my drink. But yeah, 
I am, as I was saying before all of that, I'm grateful that I'm here in Joburg, that I'm getting to spend time with my family, that, you know, my family, that matters to me, because also there's been, <laughs> like, if you know me, like, if you know me beyond this podcast, you know my family's not my favorite thing at all. You know I've got my issues, but you also know that my issues are not with my mom or with my gran. I mean, some of my issues are with my mom, and fewer of my issues are with my gran. But at this point, none of them are, to be honest. At other points, maybe. But I think I've dealt with them. I think we're cool. I think it's all resolved. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But for the most part, yeah. I think I think I'm cool with the woman in my life and that actually extends to my girlfriend as well because we've had such a wonderful time lately. We've been making a short film together for her she's studying through Unisa, so for her varsity project. I've been helping out a little and that's been so so fucking cool. Cause making movies is something I wanna do. It's something I've always wanted to do. Like I remember where my friends Marty and Ali were doing film studies in our 20s. And I was like thinking, yeah, that's something I guess I would like to do. But studying wasn't something I could do unless I got into a lot of debt. So I didn't take that option and whatever. You know, we all make our choices. And I genuinely like don't feel bad about it because I have YouTube. Like... <laughs> You know, I can hear what David Fincher thinks about making films, you know. So I'm not sure it really matters if I go to a class. I mean, that's genuinely how I feel. Like, I don't know. Like, I get the piece of paper matters and I get that the coursework matters. And I understand having a set thing of like, hey, he has learn all of this do all of this, and here's a project that you need to do, and, like, that's fucking so useful, just having someone be, like, create a thing for me after learning all of this, that is super useful, not dismissing it at all, if you have a degree, fucking rad, if you're studying, fucking rad, but for me, A, I couldn't afford it, and B, I've just always found that, like, whatever I wanted to know, I learned, I haven't done all the things I want to do yet, and more and more, that's the thing I'm trying to get into. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, but, you know, some things take money, some other things just take a bit of experience, so you got to practice, you got to learn on your own, you got to knuckle down and get the skill set that you require, and I feel like I've been doing that with certain things, and you don't need to know about that yet. But maybe one day you'll see my name on a thing and go, oh, shit, so that's what I was working on. And I feel like there's a lot of value in that. I feel like <laughs> it's weird. So I'm going to, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at in life at the moment, which is a weird thing because I also feel like I feel like I know exactly where I am. So that sounds like a contradiction, but it's like I feel like more and more that I'm just starting to truly accept myself, which, once again, depending on where you've met me in life, might sound a little weird, because 
Maybe you already thought that happened. Maybe I already thought that happened. But more and more. I mean, not even more and more, like for a fair portion of the last while I've known that. Probably for as long as I've become to accept myself, I've realized I didn't. And there was a good portion of my 20s where I probably projected that I did. So if you knew me in that time, you might think it's weird that I didn't. But, hey, here's the truth. Literally had no fucking clue what I was doing for a very long time. Also, thought I did. And I feel like that's the problem with all of us. It's like, I'm someone who's like, totally on board with the idea that like, young people are smart as fuck and know a lot of shit. But then also, I guess you get older, you're like, young people know nothing. And they're dumb as fuck. And trying to resolve those two things, like trying to, like, <laughs> remember that, hey, obviously the next people have, like, the good ideas, but those ideas obviously come from the ideas that we had, and our ideas came from the ideas before, and, like, it's continuation. But then also remembering that, like, experience matters for so fucking much, like, holy shit, experience is super important. Like, I remember being younger, and I remember thinking that A, I was mature, and B, other people were mature. And, like, <laughs> none of us were mature because maturity comes with experience. And that's actually why. If you're young and other people think, like, if you're young and you think other people around you are, like, mature, Probably because they've dealt with some shit that you haven't. Like that, I think that might be the fucking truth there. Just in my world and in my mind, in my history, maybe a little dark. Like, if I think about it a little too closely. And maybe in yours too. So the other day, I posted on my Instagram stories just talking about suicide a little bit. And so there's your trigger warning, I guess. Because the rest of what I'm going to talk about is about that. Yeah, I was talking about the fact that I haven't felt so saddled in a while. And I've been meditating for a while. And I do think those two things are related. Genuinely. And it's weird because a lot of people who I respect and... You know, like... Meditation thing is something that's come up a lot in my life. But it's... One of those things that's weirdly in the realm of like pseudoscience, like, you know, people who dig crystals and horoscopes. And sorry if you're that person, but, you know, they're not real. <laughs> so, as, well, in my mind, in my world, I'm sure in your world they might be, and that's cool. Live your life. But the whole meditation thing always seemed on that level with me. And then. Also, Sam Harris was all on that. And, like, Sam Harris is weirdly as number. Like, I've got a weird history of Sam Harris because, like, I read his End of Faith book and I was into it. And, like, I was weirdly as homophobic because of it. But thankfully, like, through life and, you know, hanging out with Islamic people, uh, Muslims as they're called, yeah, <laughs> just 
all this shit that I read in that fucking stupid book was just silly and pointless. And yeah, maybe somewhere in the world people believe what Sam Harris believes, Muslim people believe. But, you know, in my immediate surroundings, Muslim people pretty fucking chilled. So Sam Harris's shit has always just felt kind of silly after that. Like, it always was just like, well, he was the guy who was saying all these fucking whack things about Muslim people. Like, what a fucking dickhead. And so I've never really gotten into his thing of, like, spirituality and blah, 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 and all of that. But, you know, meditation and that side of life turns out kind of useful, kind of real, and something maybe you should try. Like, I've been using the Headspace app. I'm not going to, like, say buy it, do that, whatever. But it has worked for me. Like, but alongside other things, like, I've been, like, I haven't just been meditating. I've been trying to just get into a more, like, if you listened to last week's episode, you would know I've been reading Atomic Habits and just trying to just get some routine back into my life and trying, well, not even back into my life, well, back into my life in terms of, like, it was something that I started last year, but before that, like, that didn't exist, I'm not someone who's ever had, like, a real routine, I mean, Durban is yours, I guess, we published an article every day, and, like, I had to manage that, and so that created a routine in some way, but, like, other than that, I'm not a person who's ever lived on a schedule or lived on a routine. I'm like, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm actually like, oh shit, it's super cool when I know what I'm going to do when I wake up. Like, whereas like before it was like the freedom of the day. But like as life goes on, the freedom of the day like becomes a trap, I guess. It's like once you know what you're doing, it's fucking, like, I guess the whole thing is, like, yeah, life is a little bit more enjoyable when you have some meaning, when you have a purpose, when you're, like, you know, working towards something, but, you know, I feel good, I don't know how I feel about this episode, can, can I be honest about that? But I'm still going to put it out. I'm probably going to edit it so it sounds a little bit tighter. And I want to say thank you very much for literally fucking everything. Like, if you're listening to this right now, that is the coolest shit in the world. And if you're, if you were one of the people who has been supporting this through the Patreon, through the t-shirts, through the mugs, through all the things, man, that's so fucking cool. Like... I'm trying my very best. I mean, I work a lot. Like, I do copywriting for things I hate. Like, that's how I actually pay rent. But the, you spend some of your rent money, or you spend some of the money that you earn doing the thing that you hate to listen to this makes me feel obviously fucking spectacular and might also contribute to the reason why I don't want to kill myself anymore. That brings us to the shout out section of the podcast. You know what this is. I'm not even going to give the spiel. If you are at this point of this podcast, you have heard 
either every other podcast or at least most of them. So you've heard this next section, but this next section is for the titular titles tier. This is a $10 tier, which means if you go over to patreon.com forward slash almost perfect, you can sign up there and you can get your name and your title read out on the Almost Perfect podcast. So first off, shout out to Chief Sales Officer of Subtle Heresies in the greater Overberg region, Russo. Had to get that one out first. Too many S's. I struggle. I'm not going to lie. Next up, shout outs to Vashandra Nadu, Spiritual Advisor. Next up, we're giving shout outs to our Director of Purchasing. That is Riz Ventura. Then, it's Kath Jenkins. Shoutouts, of course, to our inevitable ruler of the universe and Queen Swifty. Shoutouts to our king, that is Julian. Shoutouts to Karan Slemon, who is the almost perfect hedge fund manager. Nice little step up. He used to be the youth group leader, hedge fund manager. I like it. Next up, shoutouts, of course, to Karan Chatty. The assistant to the regional manager. Shout outs to executive producer Stephen Olafir. Shout outs to our pantsless weasel, who is, of course, Tyrant Love. Shout outs to the key group, who is Neil Green. And lastly, shout outs to our anonymous benefactor. Of course, if you're not someone who's on that list and you've listened all the way through to this, then I guess I need to try and sell this shit to you. After three months of being at the tender level, you get a mug. After six months, you get a shirt. After 12 months, well, no one knows what you get except for me. But guess what? It's fucking dope. So sign up to the titular titles tier and have a good time, baby. Oh yeah, before I sign off, go listen to Blowing Smoke with Bob episode 2 over on the Air the Dark Radio. And yeah, it should be somewhere in the archives. Like, if you click the archive thing, that should work. But if that doesn't work, then you can catch me once again coming at you on the... Where are we? I've got the calendar open. I feel like I've got it open the wrong day. Probably not feel like if you had to tune in at one o'clock on the 4th of October that you would hear the third episode of Blowing Smoke with Bob. So do that and I will catch you on that.